and welcome to the Larry's Pop Pod. I'm Chris Larry. And I'm Amelia Larry. And we're joined by friend of the pod, previous collaborator and contributor, Leah. Leah, how you doing? I'm good. Hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, we're got kind of a Disney-themed uh, podcast today. We're going to talk about Frozen 2 and the first four episodes of The Mandalorian, all of which we have all seen, correct? Yes. All right, so first we're going to talk about The Mandalorian. I'll give you a little bit of background. The Mandalorian is a Star Star Wars-themed show on the brand-new streaming service Disney+. Plus. It's created and written by Jon Favreau, famous actor and director. He did Iron Man. He plays Happy in the Spider-Man movies. Uh, he plays Chef, uh, directed Chef, Swingers, all kinds of stuff. First of all, what is just your quick reactions to the TV show, The Mandalorian? Amelia and then Leah. Okay, so there's like a few bullet points about the show that's really good. I, when I first heard about it, I was like, okay, yeah, sure, you can watch the first episode and see if I'll like it. Like, I'm probably not going to watch that, but okay. And then I saw it, I saw Baby Yoda, and I'm like, yeah, you're not watching this alone. Then I started watching it, and I got really into it, and now we're on the fourth episode, episode which we just watched. Leah, okay, so what was your quick take on The Mandalorian? How did you come to start watching it? Um, so my dad basically makes me watch every Star Wars movie or TV show that comes out because he thinks it's a good part of history that I should know about. And so we started watching it, and I was like, okay, I'll just watch it with him. And I started getting into it, and like Amelia said, Baby Yoda was a big part of it. All right, so let's just get right to the Baby Yoda part of it. Uh <laughs> Baby Yoda, which, first of all, we don't know that it's Yoda yet. We just know it's the same race of creature that Yoda is. Yeah, but one piece of evidence we can say that backs up that he's Yoda is that he uses the Force. Maybe. That is true. Like, because he, like, defeated that big animal that the Mandalorian wasn't, like, couldn't defeat with his hand, with the Force. So... Maybe it's only him that can do that. And we know that Yoda is an all-powerful being who can, like, do all sorts of crazy magic. Yeah. Do you think it's Yoda, Leah? Um, I mean, I guess so. But we don't know for sure because, as Amelia said, he has the powers that we know Yoda has, too. But maybe every creature that looks and acts like Yoda can do the same thing. So maybe it's a different creature, but it's the same race as Yoda. Yeah, also his ears kind of look weirder than Yoda's. Yeah, they're um, more spread, they're more. They're smaller. They're, they're, or like more pointy. Yeah, they're pointy and smaller. Also, but it looks like he's wearing the same clothes that well, he you see him. He doesn't really wear any clothes. Yeah, he just wears like this weird like, yeah. scratch well, bag. Well, do I mean all of us? Our bodies change as we get older, right? Yeah. So I wonder if their ears get smaller as they get older. But that's a great observation about the ears. I don't know. I think the reason why he's so valuable. I'm wondering if they're trying to clone him, or maybe he is a clone. Oh. So that's one thing that I've been wondering about. He also is, maybe they know that he has really great powers, and they're trying to maybe get that out of him. That's definitely why I think they want him. Remember they, yeah. when when. 
Mando rescues him and he's like being experimented on. They're trying to extract all this information. So yeah. I definitely yeah. think that's it. All right, but let's put that aside for a minute and just get ourselves lost on the cuteness of Baby Yoda. Leah, what was it about Baby Yoda that just hooked you right away? Okay, first of all, babies are just, I think, the cutest thing ever. Like, I see babies and I just go, oh, that's so cute. So, first of all, the fact that he's a baby. But also, his face, something about it just, I feel, is so cute that you can't not like him. I think why, what what about his face is really cute is his eyes, because they're all big. Yeah, they're so big. And also, like, compared to his face, they're so big, where his face is so minuscule, like, tinier than, like, my face. What are those stuffed animals with the big eyes? What are those called? Um, I don't know what they're Beanie called. Boos. Beanie Boos. They should definitely make a Baby Yoda Beanie Oh, Boos. that would be they awesome. Should, but like that would be awesome. would be so big if they, <laughs> if they use Baby Yoda's eyes and then the yeah. stuffed animal's eyes, it would be like 10 times as big. One thing, yeah, Baby Yoda is ridiculously cute. Baby Yoda's ruled the internet for three weeks now. Yeah, he's uh, a meme. Yeah, memes, gifts, <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah. Everyone, Everybody loves Baby Yoda, including me. Yeah. I mean, everyone loves Yoda anyway, so a baby version of Yoda is going to be a hit. Magical. Uh, but one of the reasons why I like it is because the show isn't cute. No. So yeah, like, the show is very violent, and so I feel like Baby Yoda is just something that makes you not be, like, this is scary. It makes you, like, have a, he's like, like, it makes light. it have a fun side. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, there's this darkness to the show. The Mandalorian's this bounty hunter. He's kind of like a, he's kind of got those... A killer. A killer, these Old West vibes. is very much a loner, right? Yeah. So the Baby Yoda kind of humanizes the whole show. I agree. Yeah, also, like, every time that the Mandalorian leaves Baby Yoda behind somewhere, or, or is even thinking about it, I'm like, you are an idiot. I don't like you. Like, yeah. why <laughs> would you ever do something like that? Well, how much did you guys hate the Mandalorian when he... Turned it over to the bad guys. I was okay, that literally was dying. I was dying. I was yelling at the TV, sitting next to my dad, like eating dinner. I was yelling, like, why are you doing this to me? Baby Oda was the best part of this show. And are you taking it away from me? Like, are you stupid? Yeah, that I was know. my reaction. Also, like, they can't take such a cultural phenomenon away. Yeah, I agree with you. Well, they didn't, first of all. So. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they added it. If they do, I'm going to like. But now you know that Mando's all in on Baby Yoda, right? Like, after he went back, you know he's, he's okay, living right. to protect Okay, right. But this. then in the fourth episode, he almost leaves him again. Yeah, but in somewhere he thought was safe. And yeah, because I feel like he's not doing it for... He's not... Like, and we all he, know that Mando likes him, obviously. And I feel like he just wants Baby Yoda to be safe. But safe means like he's not with him. And if Baby Yoda's not with him, then we're not going to be able to see Baby Yoda. And that's just sad. Yeah. Also, in the beginning, he left Baby Yoda like not in a safe place. But he was thinking then in the fourth episode, he was leaving him in a safe place. But then he actually took him because he found a bounty hunter. Let's not give too much spoilers for people who didn't. Oh yeah, the fourth say the fourth (laughs) spoiler episode yet. Yeah, yes, you should definitely if you haven't watched it or you care about watching it, then wait until after to uh, listen to this podcast. All right, so everyone loves Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda is a major thing about this show. But let's talk about some other things that we like or don't like about the show in general. 
it can't just be that Baby Yoda is the reason why you're watching. What are some of the other th- reasons <laughs> that you like the show? I've been kind of, like, wanting as I've watched this show for, like, I know that I could just look up a picture of the actor, but I want to see the Mandalorian. Yeah. Even though, like, they're not going to do it until, like, the eighth episode or something. Maybe they're never going to do it, honestly. Because, like, I feel like it's such a big mystery that if they would do it, it would take, like, such a huge part of the show. Because, spoiler alert, in the fourth episode, he takes off his um, mask, like, in front of people, but they weren't, like, actually watching him. They weren't paying attention. So... I feel like if we would have seen his seen his face, it would have taken up like so much mystery, like that mystery effect that the show has. So I feel like I don't know if they would take his mask off, but maybe they will. Is that one thing you're definitely watching for to see if we ever see yeah, Mando's like, face? Yeah, you can see the actor online, and you'll probably see him. And he's like, okay, maybe that's what the Mandalorian looks like. But they could like make his makeup look so weird, and he could have like a. Actually, yeah, he could be an alien. We don't know. He could. Well, we, have we no do head. know because remember he has those flashbacks to when. Oh, when he was a he kid. Was, yeah, so we do know kid. he's kind of. Maybe not, he has like a scars. You know that would make sense if we see him like he has no eye or something like that because the Mandalorian because found him. And yeah, rescued him. Yeah, rescued him. Maybe something happened to him before before like he had the mask on. And we also recently learned we kind of knew that something happened to the parents, but we just recently learned that they are dead. <laughs> yeah. They're dead. Yeah, the Mandalorians, There's it is a race. It's a tribe of people, but they also have a part of their culture is adopting yeah, like lost taking kids. In right, that they're called the foundlings. Yeah. And that's kind of why he, that's why he has this emotional connection to Baby Yoda a little bit, because it's yeah. like a foundling. Yeah. Baby Yoda, like, he kind of, okay, in the beginning, I don't, I don't get why it was so hard to get with get to him like everyone else tried they couldn't get to it but like this guy just like shoots some kind of bullets with like this well, droid I feel like that was, gets to him. that was the whole point because that was like the big thing that happened in the first two episodes or three episodes I don't remember but it was like the big thing was getting to Baby Yoda but we didn't know it was Baby Yoda so it was like a mystery what was gonna what we're gonna get there but I feel like when we got when the Mandalorian finally found Baby Yoda, it was like a new chapter or a new like side of the show kind of was discovered. I agree. I thought the show was just going to be like a bounty hunter, yeah. and like about this guy. I had no idea that they yeah. did a good job of keeping that yeah quiet. Like, but then did I was they not like, tweet anything about that. No, or nothing. Because when I watched it, maybe two days after it came out, the first episode, and yeah. I was like. Oh, snap. It's a baby Yoda. <laughs> um, but I had... So, yeah, I agree. Like, they, they totally kept that under wraps, which made for a great twist. Yeah. All right. So, what are... Some of the things that I like about the show... I think it looks great. Yeah. And really. It definitely... Like, think about... They couldn't... In all the Star Wars ma- movies, they may, they can't, like, put Yoda on the scene because he's not a real person. So, like... And the fact that Baby Yoda looks even more realistic is, like, amazing. And he looks like I could feel him. Like, there's some, like, weird movement. There's, like, some human effect to him. Well, you know what? Yeah. He's a Muppet. Because wow. a lot of times in science... <laughs> seriously. A lot of times in science fiction movies, and definitely in Star Wars, you know what CGI is, right? Computer. Yeah. You know what would be awesome? 
What? Seeing the actual Baby puppet? Yoda puppet yes. that they use in the TV That'd show. Be cool. That would be awesome. And they decided to do this as a puppet so that it would look more real and you would have more, even if it makes it look a little bit That's fake. That's why it's kind of like wobbling. Yes. Like, and move, like the facial expressions aren't that big. So John Favreau and the production team, and I actually read a thing about where they almost were like, does this look good? We're not sure. Should we just do it CGI? And someone said, you have to keep the, the puppet version of Yoda's is going to be what makes this. Also, like, we just watched the fourth episode, which has, like, this crazy, what they call, like, A-S-T-S-T. A-T-S-T. yeah. basically. And it's, like, this amazing thing. And the gunshots obviously aren't real, but they look super real and they look like a red blaze. And the big, like, the big A-T-A-T, basically... He is, like, looks... So real. So perfectly... He looks, like, a little bit like, okay, that's obviously computer-generated. But, like, how could they get that in real life? It was, like, as close to perfect as One thing about this whole show and about, like, a lot of science fiction shows or movies is that it's so cool to imagine how the actors see it because when the actors are playing are like acting in the scenes where there are all these like things that that are designed by computer you know that they can't see it so basically in the mo- in the part where they were shooting the the thing robot. yeah the robot um like i was just thinking how, what they were seeing like blank they were shooting at nothing or maybe like a, like somebody just like to It's just so weird to know, like, that the actors weren't seeing what we're seeing on screen. And I think that's one of the reasons why you really get this true human connection with Baby Yoda is because the actors actually are acting with the puppet. Yeah, but it's a a puppet But the puppet probably looks super cute just like Right, that's what I'm saying. So it's a little easier to react to that. That's a great point, Leah. All right, let's do... let's. Well, one thing I have to say about it that I love the show is I love at the end they do all these, like... Paintings of the scenes, they, and they are, are so awesome. Cool. They're really cool. I would love a coffee table book of all the paintings. That would be so cool. Definitely want that. Christmas. Um, we're loving. We're loving the Mandalorian. I think it's one. Of, it maybe it's one of my favorite Star Wars things ever already, uh, and I, I just could not be more excited about it. But let's do this. Let's let's end our discussion on the Mandalorian. Do you have any predictions about what's going to come up in the? Because we're about the halfway point of season one. We just watched the fourth episode. There's eight in total, I believe. And so, what do you think might happen in the rest of the episodes? Does anyone have a good prediction? Um, I have a good prediction about what will happen maybe in the end. Okay. Like the very, very end. If they keep Baby Yoda, which I'm I'm guessing they will because it's such an important part of the show, I am guessing they might show like his Star Wars ending and like his Star Wars life like in all the movies because it is an important part of his life, but when he's a lot more grown up, so I feel like they're gonna show in the end like how he moved, like how he grew up to be such an important like character in the Star Wars world. I think, I think maybe once the Mandalorian dies, and if they still have like, so is that your prediction you, that he's you gonna think die? he's gonna well, die? No, like when he if he dies of old age, this is kind of like a weird prediction. Then I feel like. Yoda, who's already 50 years old, looks like a five-year-old. 
will definitely live past the Mandalorian. And we know he does because we see him in the movies. Yeah. And I feel like maybe once the Mandalorian, like, dies of old age or something, maybe we'll stop following the Mandalorian's path if they still have seasons to produce, and they'll follow Yoda's path and go on to maybe his different caretakers he has. Interesting. Okay, so my prediction, I have... I predict it is not Yoda. That's my prediction. No. That's a good prediction. But I feel like there's not enough evidence to support that. Well, um, I mean, there's not enough evidence to support <laughs> any of what we said. Yeah, right that now. predictions. All right, so um, we might, Leah, maybe you'll come back when we've watched all eight episodes and we'll do, we'll, we'll check in on what our thoughts are on the whole season. Would you come back and talk about that? Yeah. All right, but we will be right back after this break to talk about Frozen 2. Broken bandanas, broken bandanas, get out and get one today. Broken bandanas, broken bandanas, no time to waste the rain. Wipe your tears if you're feeling blue. Avoid a redneck and attract one too. You can hail a cab, wave it in the air. Put it in your back pocket, shake it ear to ear. Wrap it, wear it, dab it, tie it, hold it, knot it, wave it, buy it. Yeah, Brooklyn Bananas, Brooklyn Bananas, get out and get one today. Go to www.brooklynbananas.com to get yours today. All right, we're back on the Larry's Pop Pod with Friend of the Pod, Leah, joining us to do this Disney-themed review of some stuff that we've been watching lately. We just finished our discussion of the first four episodes of The Mandalorian on Disney+, Plus, which you should definitely watch. Now we're going to talk about Frozen 2, which we've all seen, correct? Yes. Yes. All right. Now, Frozen, obviously, is a very popular Disney movie. It was huge when you guys were younger kids, and we had the second one come out. November 22nd. November 22nd. <laughs> Uh, do we really need to tell you much about Frozen? It's the story of, of two sisters in Arendelle, uh, Anna and Elsa. Elsa has powers, Anna doesn't, et cetera, et cetera. Let's just jump right to it. Leo, what did you think? Did you like it? And what were some of your uh, hot takes about the movie? First of all, I saw it the day it came out because I've been thinking and watching like, the previews for, like, since the date was announced. So I was really excited about it. And at the theater, I hate to admit it, but I was way more excited than the three-year-olds that were watching it <laughs> in Elsa costumes. So I thought it was, like, really, really great. And what I really, really liked about it was, first of all, it, they really didn't try to recreate it. Like, they didn't try to have the same plot line. Didn't try to, like... like the, I feel like the movie grew up with its viewers. That is a great observation. Yeah. Nice one. Thank you. Amelia, what was your hot takes? Like it, didn't like it, what are you thinking about? I liked it. There were some parts of it that were just kind of like, okay... Like, we already know the story. You can play, like, please go, keep on going. Then there's other parts of it that I was thought, like, that's, like, the best animation, like, ever. I agree. And what part like, was that? What part did the animation that you really liked? I feel like when she was underwater and she made that, like, horse thing. Oh, that was amazing. That was amazing animation. Well, she didn't make it. It was the water spirit. Well, yeah. yeah. Or, like, all when they, like, 
showed all of her past, um, past like moments. And one thing like that I was like laughing so hard at in the theater is where she like sees herself in different points in time, and it's her singing "Let, Let it, it Go,", go. and she's yeah. like, "Oh," and she, she like, was like embarrassed by that time of her life. <laughs> and I was like. And that's, like, one of the points that Leah made that, like, it's growing up with us. And, like, all the kids back then were like, let it go and loved it. Yeah. This year they're like, oh, my God, please don't play that. Please don't play that song. And she's, like, the exact same as us. Yeah, she's, like, it's a part of her life that she doesn't want to recreate. What are some other ways? I love that you all are talking about this. What are some other ways that you felt like the movie grew up with you? Because when you guys were the... You were the core audience when that movie came out. Yeah. yeah. You, and you, you flipped for it. You flipped for the song. Yeah. So, and I remember a couple years after that, then, then kid, girls your age are like, we hate Frozen. Okay? okay. I don't get the people who say that. There but, was, there was like a category, basically, when we were like, we thought we were so cool when we were seven and eight. We were yeah. like, that, oh my God. It's I so hate, childish. I hate Disney princesses. Like, they're the yeah, worst. Yeah, so childish. And then like, well, and now everyone, it's cool like, to like Disney. Grade, we're like, oh my god, I love Frozen so Now, much. like, during recess, me and a few of my friends, like, belt out Disney songs yeah. and let it go. And, like, it's, 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 like, cool to like Disney. And if you don't like Disney, then, like, people are like, we don't like you anymore. Like, it's, <laughs> it's a thing now. All right. And then, so, right, so when this movie came out, you guys were back in on it. If it came out, like, a year or two years ago... I think you guys have been like... No, that is... I remember you asked me when I was like eight years old. You were like, so if the second one comes out, are you going to see it? I'm like, ew, no way. I would never see that again. Yeah. All right, so what were the ways... So that's what you thought going in, but then both of you commented that it felt more... Like, it felt like it grew up with you. What were some ways that the movie felt like older than the original or more like, you know, more connected to your age than maybe when you were the, watching the first one. Well, like, it's only been, like, what, five years? Six. Six. Six years. Okay, so that, like, it's not, like, a big, like, it's not, like, from, like, 1950 to 2019. There's not really, like, a lot of equality difference, but, like, what I was thinking is in the first movie, she's, like, on love with, like, Kristoff or whatever. And then, like, in the second movie, she doesn't even, like, get married. Like, when I um, first... They, they get engaged. They get engaged, but they don't get married. And she doesn't really care about Kristoff. I mean, she doesn't cares about Kristoff. Not like, much. She, not like, much. He, I, he's not a big part of the movie. She, it's I more like Elsa and Anna. I feel like what they try to do because of tw- that, the fact that it's 2019, like, there wasn't a male lead role, which there wasn't really in the first one, too. It's like Olaf is but the male you, But you kind of follow Kristoff. In the first one, you kind of follow him a little bit more than you and do Hans, in this one. And Hans. And, like, the bad guy. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like in in the second one, like, we saw, okay, Olaf, but Olaf is a snowman, so I'm not going to really count him as a He's male. He's gender neutral. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, Kristoff was also a part of it but he was like a supporting role he didn't have such an important role like Anna and Elsa like it didn't have such a male influence in the movie which I liked yeah all right so (laughs) I I have to say something that might be a little controversial yes I did not think the songs were good in Frozen 2 but but there's 
sisters, they okay. will all make sense when it's older, and then it's like, what's the one that's like, Into the Unknown? Oh, that song's awesome. Okay, there were some good songs, but there were like two songs that in the music... I could just hear Let It Go, and I could just hear Love is an Open Door, and I could just hear some of the songs that I felt like it was just not as good, but some songs were amazing. But didn't you feel like it had too many songs? Don't you think they could have... It really had too many songs. Yeah, it has, like, it's a song every five minutes. They could have cut some out, I think. They could have cut a lot out. The ones that... The only ones that I remember from Frozen 1 is Let It Go. And then from Frozen oh, 2. Okay, what? Love is an okay. open door. Just a man. A troll song. Okay, no, nobody I don't remember that one. song. <laughs> oh, well, the, the one that was like, he, so he's a bit of a fixer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, but that wasn't a popular song. Like, I know those words. Right. Fixer upper. But I think outside of Into the Unknown, what what song are Into you remembering? Show Yourself. Show Yourself and um, um, Lost it? in the Woods. Lost in the Woods. The and one that this will all make sense when I am older. The one that Olaf sings. And that's kind of like... I feel like Olaf... Olaf that's like not coming up with the times. Can I say like, one thing? I thought Olaf... I hated Olaf in Frozen same. 1. Yeah, But I was, thought he... Was okay, maybe he the, made the best... Frozen 2, he was great. Yeah, he my, like So one. I watched the movie with my dad and a really good friend of mine from school. And he's a boy. So he was going to the... Well, I mean, not all boys, but... He had a very, like, strict perspective of that movie. He was like, okay, um, I'll see how this goes. And when he came out, like, when the movie was done, he was like, this was actually a lot more better than I thought it was. It was a lot more, like, grown up. It wasn't as cheesy. And also, like, Olaf just made the whole experience better. Like, me and him just laughed, like, for the whole time because of Olaf, because his stupidness and his funny When Olaf humor. partially died, I was, like, I was almost about crying. to cry. Okay, I, like, my, there was tears like, in my eyes. And Anna was like, <laughs> and he was like, this will all make sense when I'm older. Then he disappears. But that means, then Anna knew that Elsa was, like, Partially dead. dead. Okay, Elsa got frozen, which really doesn't make sense because Elsa is literally the definition of frozen. Like Elsa's hands can make things be frozen, and then Ella, uh, Elsa, sorry, Elsa froze. So I that was weird. I agree. Yeah, that was a really weird. She should have been like fire around her because that's like ice's enemy. That would have made a lot more sense, Amelia. You know. So, do you think there'll be a Frozen three? I feel like if there will be, it would be about, like, Anna and Kristoff's children and how Elsa will be, like, the cool aunt. And I can, like, see them playing around Arendelle. But I don't think there will be, like, an important... I kind of liked it that Elsa left Arendelle. Yeah. Yeah. I liked that they built that in. What I kind of was, like, wanting the whole movie is Anna to have powers. I always felt as, like, when I was younger that, like, I didn't really... I loved Elsa, but, like, I felt like... Everyone was like, I love Elsa so much. When Anna actually is, like, the braver one here. I feel like Anna was, like, Elsa was just a little too needy and too, like, well, sad a, all the time. She's an e-girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was always sad. And sometimes we, I kind of got sick of it. I was like, Elsa, smile for once in a while. Yeah, she's so emo. Don't, yeah, don't, like, think about how your parents are dead for once in a while. Like, And then she's like, 
they died because of me. Yeah, like, and she it's all about famous. me, and the tension's on me. Well, no, like, she did have some, like, sadness. Like, if your parents died, and it would basically, because of you, you would feel some... Right, sadness so like, and your embarrassment. your sister's, like, right there supporting you and, like, trying to have, like, this personal connection with you, you can't be like, it's all about me. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And she's very emo. She's, yeah, a, she's, she's a girl. Yeah. I don't I don't really like Elsa. I feel okay, like uh, my, my conversation has changed to Anna. I feel like Anna's better. And now honestly, I feel like... Olaf, you know. Well, all, Olaf and Olaf. <laughs> like, Olaf Anna, and Sven are I just... I feel like Anna, she needs to be the queen of Aaron. Like she is, she, she is, is now. now. Yeah, and she is she's now. Like amazing. Yeah, that did feel like a course correct. She should definitely be the leader of Arendelle. Elsa doesn't yeah. care about Arendelle. Elsa, Elsa cared really about Arendelle, but, but she not felt in a way she, she took it so she took it so seriously. She was like, "Okay, my parents are counting on me. This is They're my dead, responsibility." Okay. <laughs> like, I feel like she took it way too seriously, and she just she didn't have any emotional connection with the like the. People in Arendelle, but Anna, she wasn't normal. Yeah, but Anna, just I feel like she had more. She Anna was better with people. Elsa was a little socially. I, I feel awkward. like Elsa's she, like an introvert, and like Anna's like an extrovert. Um, except from with Hans in the first movie, she was just like, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did seeing Frozen two and kind of being excited to be back in the Frozen universe make you want to see Frozen on Broadway? I saw it. Oh, you did? I did. I saw it twice, actually. Wow. Give us a quick one-minute review of it. It's awesome. They left out, they left out a couple of important parts that I would have definitely put in. Let it go, but it's, I feel like... They don't do let it go? They do. Okay. They can't not yeah. <laughs> do let it go. But you know how in every Broadway musical ever, the most important song is always the shortest one? No, like, I'm, Defying I'm, Gravity, it's a very short song. From Wicked, like, everybody knows it. It's the most popular song, but it's so short. So Let It Go, I feel like, was a little short. Like, it was shorter than expected, but it was just awesome. Olaf was as funny as he was in the movies, and it was just great. The, but the, 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 like, how the stage looked, it was amazing. When Elsa was like had her powers and she, you know how she like hid the fountain and it froze in the first movie, they made that so perfect. It just turned frozen. Like the water was like moving all around and then it froze. It was so amazing. So now, do you want to see Frozen yeah. on Broadway? Yes, that sounds really cool. But I feel like after seeing Frozen two, like are they gonna make a Frozen on Broadway two? No. They never make sequels. They don't really make they sequels really don't too much. Sequels. Yeah. But, but would I be surprised if they did? No. 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 All right. So that was our Disney-focused uh, pop pod here. Uh, sorry we haven't had as many pop pods as we normally would. We'll, we'll try to get back to it. But, uh, but we're here now, so don't complain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with that, bye-bye. 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 Bye